Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore Dungeons & Dragons podcast. While everyone else is looking for glory, treasure, and power, our adventurers are on the greatest quest of all to find true love. So join Thane, Thea, Nathaniel, and Hephaestus as they put their hearts on the line. Last time in Romancing the Dungeon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you have to do oh, it this time. This. Oh Nobody shit, sorry, I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> Nobody told me. We we did at the very start. Did I not? Did I not? Oh. Oh shit. It's you. <laughs> we all just, I was just staring very intently at you in my tiny little espresso cup. Do it. Do it. Um, shit, okay. What happened? I took like three notes. <laughs> <laughs> just go with those. Okay. Um, dear diary, today we went to save Nate's wife. I don't really know what that's about, but it's definitely some kind of sham. He must be in it for the money. There's no way that thing has feelings. We're on our way to the sleeping bee where she's apparently being held. And uh, I kicked some ass along the way because there was some lame guys getting robbed. But that's all right because I scared all the bad guys away. We hitched a ride from those losers down to the the tavern there and snuck our way in to where Eugenia's brother is. I still don't know why we're doing this, but I'm getting dragged along. So, I don't know, some weird old guy passed out in his soup and I guess we're going to get Eugenia from him. I don't know, whatever. Talk to you later, bye. <laughs> Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first step to solving your problems. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy, or dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, and love wizard. A multi-level marketing cosmetic sales rep. (laughs) Sign up and start selling your favorite brands to your favorite people today. (laughs) <laughs> to get started, please fill out the attached questionnaire. Question six. What turns you off from a prospective partner? Welcome to Thane's Tidbits. Uh, this one, it's a tragic one because uh, Thane has a lot of turnoffs, but his, 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 his least favorite of all are uh, just those heartbreakers, you know, that you, you find and you think everyone, everything's going to go well, but they just have a, a list as long as a bugbear's arm. Of all the people whose hearts they've broken and stolen and like ripped out of their chests and kept in a dark, deep, rooted part of a tree beneath a mountain. And I just don't like those people. You know, I don't care for them. I wouldn't really um, go on a second date with them. So, yeah, that's my biggest turnoff. Uh, I would have to go with self esteem. this right now Declan is beat red trying to hold back the laughter I feel like this podcast is making you a better person because you're just letting like all the garbage yeah. out <laughs> this, is, this is like free therapy <laughs> I also just want to make like a distinction between me and Nate like I am not like this guy at all He's, Sam is not Sam yeah. is the opposite of Nate yeah. Sam is that slightly shorter <laughs> yeah. Sam wears glasses yeah. my biggest turnoff has to be selfishness and it goes hand in hand with them being, you know, self-absorbed 
an inability. She's obviously talking about me. This is so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking about. For me, it's if someone is not driven or just basically not a nice person or nice to other people. Lame. <laughs> we lift off with Doris. We lift plant. off. We lift off. Yeah. Woo! That's how I want to start this. Oh, on energy. adventure on the moon. That espresso that we've just had is really kicking in. Um, no, we 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 take it up. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we do. We lift off. I'm going back to that. One. Romance in the dungeon. We, we take it up. We take it. Uh, we. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Just get it out. Just get it out. <laughs> we start where we left with Norris face planting into a bowl of his boeuf soup. And the four of you standing there kind of a little bit perplexed or confused as to what has just happened. But he full on fainted at the surprise of the four of you appearing in the, uh, well, where the wall was to his bedroom. And there's nobody else in the there's room. There's nobody else in the room. Okay. So the door to the bedroom is right next to you. So it's on the left of you. Okay. I'm just going to run on over and just pull his head out of his soup. Okay. Okay. So, so that he doesn't yeah, drown. He's got like a, like a couple of strands of beef kind of, you know, stuck in that, his wispy little beard. Uh, and he's definitely like kind of covered in it. It does smell good. The soup, like it does actually smell oh. quite good. <laughs> okay. Fia, you lock the door. Uh, you take him out of the soup. Uh, do we tie him to a bed or do we just like wake him up? Wake him up. I think wake him up. Yeah. Not scared. Okay. Okay. Specifically yeah. to the bed. <laughs> not the chair he's sitting in. Uh, no. Soft core d and yeah, soft core d soft, soft core. Yeah, we need his permission. Um, <laughs> the safe word is... <laughs> <laughs> so um, Fia runs over. She locks the door. Uh, Nate has uh, this man firmly out of the bowl of soup. You are doing what to try and wake him up? Slap him. So Festa just walks up. You're holding him kind of like, not, you're not grabbing his hair, out like, but you've, you've lifted his head back and she just steps into the room and just open palms slap right across the face. While staring Nate dead in the eyes. Okay. Does this little man wake up? Oh, it does, yeah. Like his eyes, they're just <laughs> billing straight open. Okay, cool. I immediately lunge in and just like grab his attention. I like grab him by the face. Thank God you nearly drowned in your soup. What's what is it? What are you people doing in my room? Get out of You had some kind of medical stroke. We're here. We heard you fall into your soup. Thank God you're okay. How isn't did you that, get in here? Isn't that right, everyone? We're specialists. But aren't you the painter from, from before? Too bloody right, I am. Why are you doing that? That's right. He saw you faint into your soup and called us for help. Where's the wall to my bedroom? Gone. Don't worry about that right now. You're delirious. It's but if I'm there. delirious, how do you know the wall is gone? Don't worry about that. You're delirious. <laughs> Give me a deception check here. Do I get advantage because everyone's helping? No, they're okay. not. <laughs> Can I start like miming where the wall was? To, like... Oh, come the fuck on. I'm not even using the... That's 11. No, he he, he starts to kind of struggle. Um, give me a strength uh, saving throw, uh, Nate, just to kind of hold him. All righty then. Uh, oh, actually, you're aiding as well, so I'll, I'll let you do it with it because you're holding his head. and you're With advantage? Of, with advantage, yeah. Good, because that was a natural one. Nine. Even for an elderly fella, he is kind of kicking up a bit of a fuss and he's he's struggling and he kicks the table. He sends the, the bowl flying and there's a clanging. He just starts just roaring. Gods, my gods, get up. Get, it's help. okay. We're, we, yeah, we we're here to get Eugenia. Yes. This gentleman right here knows of this Nana and Sisk. Six. Sykes. 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 And the Rash. He's 
staring in kind of utter bamboozlement. It's the only word I have. Bamboozled. He, but he stopped shouting. What do you know of my sister? So much. We know who has taken her. We know that they're not bringing her back. Uh, pardon me, sir. I must introduce myself. My name is Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight. I oh, no. <laughs> am your new brother-in-law. Yep. Excuse me? I met your sister. My sister married a painter. Of bloody course she did. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I don't know if you've noticed, but my accent has changed. <laughs> I am not the lowly, the lowly painter that you met several minutes ago. I am an internationally famous bard. And I fell in love with your sister. And once I heard her story, I tried everything I could to make sure she would come story? home to you. What do you know? What, what, what has Eugenia told you? She told me that there was a disagreement between the both of you. And I could feel in her that there was some regret. And because mm. I love her so, I didn't want her to continue the rest of her life with this regret. So I did everything I could to bring her home to you. But before I could, she was ripped from my grasp by evildoers. What exactly? Why should I believe that my sister chose you? I mean, the woman does have incredibly poor taste. Mm. But... Proof, boy, I need proof. This wedding ring. That could, you could be married to one of these strops. I, I, okay, okay, Excuse okay. Me. Saving uh-huh. myself for God, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> I reach into my, my bag and I pull out Eugenia's tiara. His eyes just widen in kind of like a little bit of disbelief. Where exactly did you get that? When she was taken from me. This was left behind. It is the only thing I have to remind me of her in this dark time as I, as I live my life without her in How my much? sights. How much what? How much do you want to forget the whole thing and just walk away right now? I, 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 you I, agree, I don't though. understand what you, what you mean, sir. Brother, please. Tell your goon to get his hands off me and the other one to just, her breath. Please, goon, and smell bag, remove yourselves from my brother. No worries. Oh. I just leave him down rather uncouthly. He, he as kind of you do. He fixes uh, his, his little suit jacket uh, and he kind of tidies himself up and he's used his little napkin to wipe the, the soup kind of away from his face and he just kind of tidies up. I am asking how much it would take for you to forget the whole thing. No doubt Eugenia has warped what actually happened. I need you to just say a number. Are you not concerned of your sister's safety? My sister will be fine. She's going exactly where she needs to go. How much to leave the tiara and for you and your band of rabble-rousers to forget the whole thing? Why would you give a number on love? He's crazy about your sister. Eugenia (laughs) doesn't know what she wants and clearly you people need money. Last chance. How much to just walk away from this whole mess? And you're happy with your sister being lost and taken by well, I know exactly where my sister is going. So you, where you, is she? Her, Eugenia's yeah, place is of no concern to you people. You don't even know her. Ah, you're bluffing. Why, what need would I have you to You don't bluff? know your oof from your buff. You're just trying to get I rid of I hired us. the men to take her. Oh, did you? I think just... Oh, did you? You're a good brother, huh? It was to ensure her safety. Oh, The I'm road sure. is filled with bandits and vagabonds such as yourself that would pry on her innocence. Or to get her back so you could keep stake on the dire heart fortune? Here she comes again with her fantasies of her dire heart. 
Eugenia is not Raven Diehart. Raven Diehart is a girl that we used to actually take care of when she was little. Eugenia uses it in her fantasies as some sort of whimsical escape from the luxuries that are afforded to us. Enough with the nonsense. I know where my sister is. She's perfectly safe. I am willing to pay you a thousand gold. Your sister's only worth that much to you, huh? You're a really bad brother. It's not my sister, it's your silence. And I have a feeling that after a couple of ales, you people will forget this anyway. I run. I run, I run out the, the open wall. I run out the room and I, and I, I just run down the stairs and out. And I, I turn to, to him and I go, you see, you see, love has no price. He's going to chase her and he's going to find her and they're going to be living happily ever after together. You will not spoil this. That is definitely going to happen. I chase after Nate. <laughs> and I use the words lightly. Ladies, could you please excuse yourselves? There's nothing keeping us quiet now. God's. Gods! And he starts just to shout. And I run. <laughs> Same. As he bolted out, you kind of surprise the guards. And even Giles is a little bit like, what the hell? And they immediately come running up the stairs after uh, Nate and Fame left. I cover myself in fire. Okay. Touch me now. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Hold me now. You turn to run. You're on fire. Um, yes, I am. And as you round the corner, you see the, the other guards have come up that way. You're pincered. Cool. Can I cast Arms of Hater? Yes, you can. You invoke the power of Hater, the dark hunger. Tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within 10 feet. So I'm obviously going to get close to them. Each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, a target takes 2d6 necrotic damage and can't take reactions until its next turn. Uh, because I'm a Shader Cry, I have resistance oh, to well, necrotic. Oh. Shader Kai, though, not Shader Cries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still gotta make a strength save, baby. Okay, so I've like your spell saving? Uh, but... Uh, 12. Was it wisdom or what is it? Strength. 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 Five. Okay. So roll your 2d6. (laughs) So that's five. So the guards will take two. Okay. And you'll also take... No, the guards, she also takes two. I take two. She she failed the save strength. Yeah, Yeah, but is that not half So she takes full damage and and because the resistance she takes half, so So she takes four. Oh, how much did you roll? Five. So I take two. Two damage. Exactly, two damage. So I'm zero. You're zero. Um, <laughs> Shit. Whoops. <laughs> as you kind of round the corner, you, you spy the other guards coming up against you. Your immediate reaction is to just throw your hands out and fear before you even have a chance to react. You just see these black smoky tendrils just erupt out of Hephaesta. And they kind of dart weave and spike through the halls. Uh, they drive toward the guards and one catches you directly uh, into the side and it knocks you straight back and you take two damage. You are knocked unconscious. The guards manage to kind of bolster themselves against it. In the corridor at the frame of the, the bedroom door, the, the man that you were speaking to a few moments ago kind of appears. Bring them both to my chambers. I, I think the ladies and I require a, a conversation. Ugh. Uh, and the guards just reach out and grab you. It's uh, still on fire. Yeah, they're they're wearing... Armor, gloves, okay. oven mitts. Uh, <laughs> very, really specific. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of forced. Uh, they're like, they've got spears brandished and they're forcing you kind of back down the corridor and into the hallway. Thane and Nate, you have run out of the, the, the sleeping bee in. So I catch up to Nate. Yeah, yeah, you're you're at the edge of the road where, you know, the cart first where turned the coach off. Where you guys off, here? Yeah. 
you've just turned off, uh, or you've just made it to the edge of the driveway and the road, and you realize that Fia and Hephaestus are uh, nowhere Nate, to be seen. Where are you going? <laughs> look, okay, I, I don't know. Okay, look, this is worth more than a thousand gold. Yeah, okay? easily, but he's also a very bad dude. Look, I just need to make some money, okay? Like, I had a whole thing planned, and I didn't know this guy was going to be all weird about it. And, like, you know, I was going to save his uh, sister. But yeah, whatever. That one. <laughs> like, yeah. And now, nothing. So what do we do now? Uh, we keep going. In this direction? Well, no, we keep we keep going. We, fi- we find Eugenia, because that, that, that dog will still hunt. We still have, you know, water at the bottom of that well. But, and also, you love her. So come on, dude. But <laughs> his eyes go shifty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, no, we keep going. She's got a dirtbag brother. We'll help her get rid of him. And then Eugenia is head of the. Yeah, no, let's do that. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Isn't that right, Fia? Where the fuck is Fia? Oh, where's Hephaestus? Why are we out here alone talking to ourselves? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're probably stuck in there. And oh. I feel like they're. Probably not in the best of spots if they haven't come out after us. But no one else has come out after us. So that's probably also a bad thing. Oh, this is very bad. Right. Okay. Follow me. I follow Nathan. Okay. And I go round to the back of the house. And I go to the ladder. And I climb up all... <laughs> Remember the ladder that I put up on that window? Um, and I climb up all sneaky-like and have a little pee-peek inside. Haha, uh, I remember something very specific I did here. You climb up the ladder, uh, you make your way back around um, to the rear of the, the building, and you climb up the ladder and you try to take a peek in through. But if you remember, when uh, he heard old painty can Nate uh, jump down, uh, this man approached the window, kind of grimaced at you, and then Closed pulled the, the curtains, curtains tight. Okay. So you cannot see anything this time. Can I hear anything? You give me a perception check just to hear. 16. Yeah, you oh, yeah, you hear Hephaestus kind of like grunting and like a few expletives and yeah. Just she's, a few. They're clear, <laughs> you don't hear Fia. Yeah, there's a, a bit of a skirmish happening. Um, as Nate gets to the top, I kind of like whisper, whisper up to him. Uh, <laughs> try the window beside it. Because, oh. you know, we came through the adjoining bedroom. Okay. I... I shimmy. climb down the ladder. <laughs> yeah, could you? Safety. Across. Health and safety, everyone. And then I turn, I go to pick up the ladder and then I go. I help him. Yeah, can you help me? Because this is kind of heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I set up the ladder properly and quietly uh, at the window right beside the other one. Okay. These are our saviors. By the way, this yeah. is who's saving us. Not, I'm, not, I'm unconscious, but I definitely yeah. We haven't we haven't knocked e- we haven't knocked each other out yet. Zero. So there's that. Yet, Efesta, you are kind of shuffled back into the room by the guards, uh, and the guy uh, gestures for them just to wait outside. The door is slammed shut, which you hear as you are kind of moving the ladder. He gestures for you to take a seat. Thea has been gingerly tossed onto the bed by one of the soldiers who picked her up. Uh, and he was, well, I said gingerly, she was basically flung like a rag doll onto yes. the bed. <laughs> like the nearly dead person she is. Yes. Uh, you don't have to roll at zero. You don't have to roll for death saving. Yeah, you do, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when yeah. you get knocked unconscious. Um, we'll come yeah. to that in a second. Give us, give us a death saving throw now. Dun, dun, dun. Pressure. Oh my god! Is that a natty one? That's a natural one. You that's, lose two. That's two. You lose two death saves. 
This is what you're actually going to be out of the group. You're actually <laughs> you are actually going to be out of the group. No! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we need to get this. Okay. No, right. <laughs> oh my god. Suddenly Nate's like, "Oh god, we have to save them." <laughs> So, yeah, there's a tingling in the force. <laughs> there's and a force disturbance in, in my tram stamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the man gestures you to take a seat at the table. He stays with his back to the door and he's, yeah, he's he's just eyeing you as you... Yeah, fine. I'll sit down. My eyes are still flamey. I'll let okay. the rest of the fire go away, but I'm um, not a happy person. You hear uh, Fia kind of groaning in agony. Um, there's yeah where you hit her you kind of you can spy that there is definitely uh blood there's a lot more blood than you thought there would be um and it's soaking into the bed oops <laughs> oh yeah shouldn't oops. be laughing oops oopsie oopsie doodle I just you're dead <laughs> you guys are shuffling over to the next window to try and get into the room can i see in the window you can, but it's looking into the room of the proprietor Giles and his wife Ariel, so you can't actually make out anything from here. Because the way the room would be that yeah. there's the you know the secret wall that moved. Okay. He's hidden, and so is Hephaestus. So you can't actually have you don't have a clear line of sight to either of them. Okay, I'm gonna open the window. Okay, give me a stealth check. Stealth check. Oh, oh Nate, no. you this is so bad. So that's a seven. Unlucky number seven. You the window rattles. I'm just gonna give Yes. Come oh, on. No. Come on. Come on. He's too wrapped up in his villain-like speech. I rolled a nat one to hear. Yeah. Um, he just loves the sound of his own voice. The monologue is always the downfall. It yeah. really is. As Nate is kind of creeping in, I just kind of call up as I start to like stealthily climb up after him. Nate, what's the game plan here? Do we just rescue them? Will we have to fight? Do we all just burn this whole place down? I know I'm, I'm very against burning down inns. I don't think it's a thing anyone should ever do. But if push comes to shove... I, I, I'm just kind of playing it by ear right now. Okay, look, man, this is your love quest. This is this is you. I, I'll follow your lead. Okay. Yeah. I go in the window. I round the corner. I look him right in the eyes, and I cast Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just do what I was doing, right? And then you can do that. Oh, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. You two just went off at a big random thing there. Yeah. I want that as my ringtone. Just the exasperation of Declan as a DM. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't been formally introduced, and good manners dictates that at the very least, you know my name. I am Norris Flatstum of the Flatstum Estate. Um, you've apparently already been acquainted with my sister. It's interesting that your companions would bolt out of the door like absolute curs um, when I was offering you all just a bit of hush money. Absolute idiocy. Um, I've, I've, I've met my fair share of morons uh, in all the time that I have been... Uh, what's the right word here? That I have been taking care of Eugenia and her would-be suitors. You see, tradition would often indicate, or dictate, rather, that the son inherits... And though Eugenia was the firstborn, she is of the female proclivities. And I, secondborn, and the only son would have been naturally inherited the entire estate and fortune, fields, banks, galleries. The Flatstone estate was destined to be mine. But Eugenia... Eugenia was the apple of mummy and daddy's eye, you see. She was... 
smart, she was brilliant, she was clever, she was oh so pretty and very charming. The, the, the rabble and the common folk really talked to her. The staff loved her. Mother and father loved her, of course. I hated her. I hated everything. She got everything so easy. Eugenia took to everything so naturally. Horseback riding, archery, poetry, economics, the sciences, you name it, my sister could do it. And then there was me, little old Norris, the one in her sister's shadow. And growing up in a shadow, one as annoyingly likable as my sister's, I had hoped that my parents would, at the very least, leave something to me, something I deserved. Didn't, didn't Norris deserve a little bit of kindness? No. Your and opinion means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. Then you shouldn't ask for it. I'm not. This is a soliloquy. Okay. <laughs> I'm monologuing, okay? I've prepared this. Leave me alone. <laughs> it was sometime after my 27th birthday, you see. Mummy and Daddy took a, a hunting sojourn into the wildlands in the north. Unfortunately, they met a bit of an accident, you see, and they never came home. And I had hoped, and assumed, foolishly of course, because there was Eugenia, that I would take over the estate. But no, the whole thing was left to my idiot sister. And there was a time when Eugenia, in her grief and mourning, as you women tend to be much softer and more prone to emotional outbursts, I was able to run things my way, and profits were through the roof. I can't imagine you know how many zeros were at the end of our bank accounts. More zeros probably than there is in yours, in your case just the one. I couldn't have been happier. And then came Aragon. That arrogant, self-busted... He found my sister Eugenia and managed to turn things around for her. Of course, because luck has always favoured her. And Eugenia found something in that twat. (laughs) The son of a lawyer. But unlike his father, he had the issues and hearts of the poor in his mind. Everything was for the poor and Eugenia took to that like an absolute dimwit. And it was unfortunate. On the night before their nuptials, Argon, in the best of spirits, the highest of spirits, and loaded on spirits, took a tumble down the steps of some awful godforsaken dive bar in Tezrab and broke his neck. And my sister was once again left in mourning. But not for long. Because then there was Collins, an artist, so utterly obsessed with my sister and capturing her beauty. But like any artist, there was a price. And he had a price too, in the way that I'd hoped your stupid bard friend would have as well. But Collins was a little smarter, and he tucked the coin, and he left. But then there was Johan, and Johan had a boating accident. Hayworth blackmailed. Estevan 
just vanished into nothing, almost as if he was spirited away. And then Ewan is still missing and presumed dead. And the others. There was a, there was a few. And as he continues, he just catches himself. And before he has a chance to react, uh, Nate bursts into the room and casts... Tasha's hideous laughter. So that's a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC, which is... 13. 13, okay. Um, unfortunately for you... No. <laughs> that, was a that was a two. Ah. I was like, I've got a plus two in my wisdom. <laughs> it's a four. I got a four. Four. Oh, okay. So he falls prone. Yeah, he, he just, he collapses laughing absolutely maniacally. <laughs> he's, just, he's just gone. He's just completely lost it. The guards are... Well, they're kind of worried, but they're like, oh, he's just laughing, so that's fine. But he has fallen prone against the door, so even if they wanted to come in, his his plump little torso is blocking it. I run inside after you do that uh, with my pair of manacles, and I just clasp his hands behind his back. So this tiny plump man is no longer dangerous. Okay. D- does anybody have any healing abilities? Why is Fia asleep? Uh, oh, yeah. There oh. was a run-in with the guards. Oh, oh no, no, oh, no, 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 thanks. no. The moment I see that, I will run and stabilize her. Okay, give yeah. me a medicine check there. Okay. Jesus Christ. That's cool. I got a plus two in medicine. Oh, yeah. I definitely have a plus two in medicine. Please I had a plus two in wisdom there. It worked out well. Roll I rolled up my white dice. <laughs> he puts his hands in. Yeah, I think I got the wound. It's stabilized. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. Plus two. Yeah. No, just no, a nine. Just a nine. nine. That's yeah. Good. Give me a death saving throw. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <sighs> this is so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? <laughs> Say it in. Oh, oh, Jesus. Did you actually what roll a nat 20? <laughs> All right. You're still. That sounds like so such she, a so shitty she, so she's sound bite. Two oh. fails, two successes. The next, so it's the next roll will decide. As I'm trying to, like, you know, slap her across the face. <laughs> yeah, you, you're Does you're anyone medicine here know on her or whatever like that? You're, you're. I'm gonna throw him out the window. Norris. With the manacles on. Oh, wait, yeah. Who, oh, okay. Norris. Yeah. <laughs> you meant Thane, and I'm yeah. like, but he's. Yeah. Busy. You're throwing Norris out the window. Yeah. Okay. Give me a strength check. You can add your athletics to it. I uh, never thought I'd say I'm this, like, but can I help Nate? Okay, you're going to help throw Norris out the window. Yeah. You do know his arms are like shackled, and yep. if he falls, he's going to die maybe, possibly. Oh no, I don't want to die, I just want to run away with him. Well, you're just it's, throwing him out the window, though, and he can't actually... Slide go. him down the ladder. It's only a first story, you know, like mm. that bit if, of... If he falls on his neck, he's dead. That, like, you know that bit in The Dark Knight where he drops him off like two stories, and manually breaks his leg, like it's fine. Like... It, in the dark night. Like, it's already happened now that I said I was going to do it, or can yeah, I... Yeah, it, it's happened. We're not, yeah, not right. You're yeah, throwing that guy out the window. Well, have I f- succeeded in it? Because I only rolled a nine. Oh, um, well, you have an advantage because the Festa's helping you. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's 18. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoops, we succeeded. <laughs> there's, so, there's so much happening. So, uh, we're going to come... So, okay, thing, as you're trying to stabilize Fia, who's bleeding out on the bed... Yep. You catch... Uh, Nate and Hephaestus bundling Norris up on their arms. He's struggling. He's still laughing. Uh, the guards don't quite know what's going on. He just because they, they heard some of his rant, and he's prone to these rants, so they just assume it's quite normal. You see them kind of grab him, and they're like Hephaestus has now kind of pried the window open, and they're about to shove him out. Give me a your final medicine check. If if you yeah, I am going to use uh, my Blood Hunter Crimson Right that I got at level three, which as a bonus action I can use my Blood Maledict to heal one creature. 
and I'm going to heal you. How do you think this would look as a blood hunter? This is going to be kind of gross. So this is going to be gross. So you get to describe it. Yeah, no. Pain uh, just reaches out with his left hand, his ungloved hand, and just like lets a small cut across his palm and then just uh, slaps Fear with it across the face. <laughs> well, that's uh, that gross. it with... Uh, some strange yeah. celestial power that he uh, somehow has. That's not bad. That's a Saturday night. For yeah, me. no, that's normal. Uh, so you get four hit points back, and you're fine. Fia just kind of like just kind of darts up as you kind of slap her. She kind of sits straight up, bolt right in the bed, and takes a kind of a big gulp of air. You were nearly dead. You were really nearly dead. Did you help me? Yes, you're alive now. You're welcome. <laughs> you oh, just oh God, as you as you wake up, you just hear <laughs> uh, out the window. Um, <laughs> He is going to roll <laughs> like to land. Yeah, yeah. But with severe disadvantage. <laughs> I love that's okay, this. I believe in him. Okay, that's an eight on the first one. Fuck so I'm just yes. hoping it's not a nat one. That's a four. Okay. So that's fine. Uh, okay. He falls to the ground and he is going to take a D6 worth of damage. So it normally would be just a D4, but I'm going to hit him with a D6. Do we, do we hear like a big old crunch? There's a big thump okay. um, as he hits the ground. He lands on like... Um, Paint cans? Just some... <laughs> lands on what? Paint, Paint cans, cans yeah. yeah. No, he lands on uh, the... Just kind of the tarp that would have been used by the painter. But again, it wasn't exactly enough to break the fall entirely. Uh, he hits it with a thud. It does immediately extinguish um, Tasha City's laughter. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, because if, it, if, it's, if it's triggered with yeah. thingy, it's a vantage yeah. of the roll. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's, he's, but he's very much kind of, <gasps> he's winded. Like, so you've got a few minutes. The carriage that I barred with the branch. Yeah. That has a horse attached. No, the horse is in the stable. We can get the horse we and attach it i believe so <laughs> yeah so that's our plan i'm gonna come out come down the ladder and i'm going to um tear a bit of my sleeve off and just like stuff it into his mouth okay Hot. yeah so you all right just as he's kind of like getting the last bit of air into him to try and like reset his breathing so he's the winding kind of just gonna you just gag him uh with a bit of your cuff that you've you've torn away you've just shoved it into his mouth and he's like <laughs> he's trying to talk but you can't um because he's still manacled but he's kicking at you uh but he's oh no a fat little unfit twat <laughs> i'm channeling so much of myself into him <laughs> okay i guess we'll follow nate <laughs> You're following you, out? Yeah, we yeah, need to leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to jam. Uh, I presume there's a chair in this room. I'm just going to jam it against the door. Okay. So that no one can bust in on us. That's it. Okay, the last thing you do so is you jam the, the chair and you're all making your way out? Yep. Yeah. yeah. How many horses are in the stable? Is there's it just two. Two. How's your, how's your animal handling? Mine? Yeah. The group oh. discusses their animal handling. <laughs> uh, plus one. Ah. Two. I'm going to uh, go over and just like see if I can lead the horse without okay. it. Going nuts and kicking me in the ribs. Which if this goes wrong, please don't let that happen. Um, oh, that's a 16. The horses are trying anyway. It's just, they are a little bit spooked when you come in because they don't know you. But uh, you you manage to kind of calm them a little bit. You're like, oh, good horsey. You you take the, uh, some of the gear. Uh, look, at, look at me and my equestrian knowledge. Um, <laughs> the horse gear, uh, <laughs> generic, uh, with you. And you lead the horses out of the barn. As you were doing this, you spy um, Nate, uh, Hephaestus, and a very kind of shook-looking Fia <laughs> shoving Norris into the carriage. Uh, at the same time, Nate is also kicking uh, a, a branch from between the wheels. You're reining the horses. Uh, and just as you get it done, you just hear some shouting coming from inside. Giles bursts out the front of the end, uh, front door and immediately locks it. Go! Go, Zia, coming! Quick! Giles, come with us. Come find your uh, no, wife. No, it's okay. I, I, I don't have time. Please, you, you, I'll hold the door. 
Okay, I I throw him like five gold and I'm just like, thank you, friend. Thank you? Because we're buds. You see he's holding the door with his back, but as soon as you kind of hit the reins uh, and the horse is... Um, I'm so good at sound effects. I don't even need to get them from audio blocks. Um, you, the horses kick off and they run and the carriage tears down the road, but immediately the last thing you see as they turn uh, is the door just with one almighty shove. Uh, Giles is sent flying and spinning out onto the dirt uh, and the guards run, the, the bodyguards run out and start to give chase you can buy um, some bandages with that five gold though so I'm gonna give oh they are really fast huh? nat 20 oh. uh, are they as fast as a horse though well they're they're gonna have a chance to try and catch up as we so, build speed yeah yes yeah, because you haven't reached full speed just yet okay. so they, they are gonna run and one guard is because you've all barreled into it and Thane you're the one Driving this coach, Driving those yeah. horses. So what I'm going to do yep. is I'm going to roll... The, the One of the guards with the spear is going to chuck it. And he is going to try and stop the horses. And Fia, <gasps> dies, Fia dies again. And Fia just comes right through the back window. Misses <laughs> everybody and hits Fia in the throat. Class. I don't like where this is going. Well, I, really I went from a nat 20 to another nat 1. Yes. Ah, yay. Stabs himself. <laughs> it hits off a tree and stabs him. <laughs> he... Boing. He actually, he, he, he goes to grab the spear, but as he kind of stretches his arm out and slings backwards, he actually manages to clobber one of the guys behind him ah. um, and does, <laughs> he does five damage. Oh, as he wow. hits his friend in the head and kind of knocks him to the side, uh, he immediately swings around and he hits another guard, but not, not with brute force. It's kind of a pure kind of like, I didn't realize uh, Hill sort like of chased by minute, the minute, three minute. stooges. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit that the guards, they're fast, but they're stupid. Um, <laughs> just like Why velociraptors. <laughs> you, I, I'm not even going to get you to roll for um, the animal handling here because they're, they're, they didn't get spooked by the spear. So you're fine. The, the carriage tears down the road and immediately you turn uh, left back onto the road to head uh, further south. Dun, 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 dun. I, is this like a cutscene? Yeah. Or? yeah. I'm, just, I'm just imagining my head. Dun, 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 dun. Any, any chance I could have like a rest? You slump into the... Into, into a trance? Uh, in, no, into a, into a trance. You slump into a trance. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, what it's called. Well, a short, a short, a short rest is only an hour. Yeah, so, so you know, what I'm saying is you just kind of throw yourself into the corner and you're like, oh my God, I'm wrecked. Oh. <laughs> uh, Where's my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, are you actually trying to intimidate him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but didn't you tell? Uh, I thought he was being very persuasive. <laughs> give me uh, an intimidation check. Uh, Norris is just... Natural one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Norris is just like... Mm-mm. And he's just like... He goes to spit, but obviously he's gagged. Yeah. <laughs> I pull the rag out of his mouth and I slap him across the face with it. Okay, this is with just a very wet, soft, wet, wet rag. Slap him in the face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do what? Just slap him across the face with a okay. wet rag. Okay, it's just, yeah, just a, a, get over yourself. Eugenia is, is, is where she has to be and by now she her vows have been taken and she's going to be living in that convent, okay? The estate is mine. You're getting nothing. Get over it. Convent. God damn it, what do I always say what I was supposed to want to say? <laughs> Just while we're having this little argument, what did you roll for your hit dice? Um, I got another four, so I'm back up to eight. Okay. Do you add your constitution to that roll? Did I? No, did you or do you? I'm pre- I didn't. I'm pre- do sure. you add your constitution yeah. modifier? Okay, so I'm up to ten then. Woo. Pretty good. That's better now than... Now back to the argument. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's better than dead. Eugenia is gone to the convent. 
of devotion and purity. She's making her vows. She's joined them. It's of her own free will. The estate's going to be mine, so nothing's going to be yours, elf boy. Got it? So how many witnesses have we got? Oh, wait, no, I wasn't privy to that conversation. Or did I hear it when I was inside? You heard it, yeah, you heard oh. most of it. So we've got, what, like three witnesses to his confession? Yeah. I'm riding the horses, but I can kind of hear it from outside. <laughs> the horse can hear it too. Sorry, we'll say you saw it, it's fine. Yeah. So we've got a man in shackles, we've got three witnesses to his confession of murdering his parents and every partner that his sister had who yeah. in, who was to inherit his fortune. Is this correct, everybody? Can yeah. I get it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The horse agrees. Oh, yeah. And Whatever, yeah. you're forgetting that my family have the most powerful connections in all of Tezrab, so my word outweighs the word of three bumbling idiots. Do you know what? You are correct, sir. And what I have is a dagger. <laughs> and what's that supposed to do, scare me? I'm just going to slowly start pressing it into like the top of his chest and like like twisting and pushing <laughs> he, he's gritting his teeth a little bit and he's he's wincing and he uh, he's he's fighting I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a constitution saving roll to see if he passes out are you are you just like pressing like the tip of it against him like intimidating him or are you like slowly stabbing him no, to I'm death not, like I'm not looking to like do like lots of big damage but yeah I'm, no yeah. I know but it's just like yeah. it's like, like yeah I know I know that's just thing. the tip yeah of course yeah yeah just, just the, the tip. tip you yeah you, you press it and he can he winces look I the offer still stands a thousand gold go away Really? That's twice what I paid the painter. Um, just given the speed at which you are you're traveling down the road uh, and the condition of said road, it's a bit bumpy. Uh, yeah. So taking physics into account, give me an animal husbandry roll. Cool. Time to husband this and animal. And we're going to... Oh. Don't fail this. Uh, no, it's fine. It's just a nine. Oh my God. That was like... The, I was like, oh my God, a nat one. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> um... The yeah the the horse has hit a, a bump uh, and the carriage at the speed it's going kind of bounces. Give me a damage roll for free as the the dagger actually stabs him a little. Uh, D four. So one one plus two, yeah. so three. So it, it pierces and he just he he screams out. Okay, two thousand two thousand gold. That that is it. That is literally it. Just two thousand gold. Get out of the carriage. Leave me on the side of the road. I don't care. Just go. God, you're such a slimy little worm. I don't think you understand how in love I am with your sister. You don't love my sister. I do love your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. She's <laughs> back and forth for ten minutes. Yes, I do. No, I don't. <laughs> What's her middle name, then? None of your business. What color are her eyes? The shade of beauty. That is such a non-answer. You don't know the first thing about Eugenia. You don't love her. You love her money. How? Very dare you, sir. How very dare you. I put the rag back in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Natural 20. Ooh. That green dice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Super lucky. That's like your fourth one. Well, the, the, the difficulty was 40, so it doesn't work. <laughs> as, as you say the words, uh, I love her, again, the, the mark on your back kind of just... It's, there's a kind of a heat kind of emanating from it uh, it doesn't die down as in it doesn't just go away but it sparks and there's a little part of you again you don't love you Jenny you're not in love with her but you love something about her whether it's her, her free spirit or her energy or her dollar dollar bills um, there's something about her that you did actually kind of admire like she has spunk 
<laughs> He's just looking in, like into the distance, kind of going, "What have I done? What have I done?" You guys are just traveling down this road the entire time. Yeah, where are we going? Uh, I'm following the road because apparently uh, we're going to some form of convent. Um, actually, would I would I've uh, no? I know you said it was kind of a well-traveled road, but I know like the uh, tiny Tom is tiny Thomas. Yeah. Yes. And uh, his his crew of robed weirdos, uh, they took their cart somewhere too. Would I know uh, like fresh tracks going anywhere? There's in front of us? again, it's nighttime, so it's a little bit harder to see. But mm. the last thing you remember when Tiny Thomas pulled out was you've turned to the left, they turned to the right because they were heading back to Tezrab. Uh, so you're on a side road. Okay. Um, that would take you towards. Remember, they told you that you were on the road. This road would take you to the convent. Okay. Or the temple. Can I? Uh, sorry, sorry. If 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 yeah, no, go on, of, yeah. if, if you got the rag in the mouth and, and you've been doing your um, rest. I think to pass the time, I'm going to play my loot, but for the purposes of playing Song of Rest, so you get a D6 of healing as well. Ooh. Aww. Like sometimes he's yeah. not total shit. No. Yeah. Like so you need too strong to fight for him I later. Six. You don't get to roll it. Well, oh, you I get to roll it, is it? Oh, yeah. damn it. Oh. <laughs> and you get a one. one. <laughs> and you get a one. Four. Oh, okay. That's, That's pretty sorry. good. Is it just a straight four? Or is it like plus your spellcasting bonus too? Uh. I should know my character better than I do. Eh. <laughs> Song rest. No, I think it just says, yeah, 1d6. Cool. Okay. Hit points. It's but if, if everyone is short re- I don't know I, if everyone will I, short rest. I can't short rest. I'm You're driving. driving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was coming to. What are you doing? Because Thea's in rest. Uh, Nate is fighting words. The greatest one. And you're in the car. You're in the carriage as well. I assume you were bundled in with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. No, I'm still back at the... <laughs> Whoops, guys, you forgot me. Uh, no, I was going to actually talk to Nate to see what we're doing here. Um, talk to Nate, disgusting. Oh, uh, God, who am I? And actually, this is the thing. As you go to reach out, um, kind of more like to get his attention, kind of even tap him on the shoulder, mm. your eyes just roll back into your head and you just hear a voice in your head. Well, 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 darling. What are we up to this evening? Got a bit going on now. What's what's up? Have I caught you at a bad time? Little bit, yeah, but you know, you always come first. So Of course I do. Now something was a flutter in my heart for a moment. It, it was almost like you were about to do something stupid, dearie. Never I don't know, I sense something. No. Were you pointing for that idiot? No, Jesus, no, you've taught me well, I know better. Mm, my dear, my dear. That's not part of our arrangement. You came to me for power. I have given you power. I sense you are heading south. You are a little further away than we agreed from Herb. And there is something we must talk about when you come back. You've been a bit of a naughty girl. To make up for it, you could do me a teensy-weensy little favour. Of course, anything. There's... Something I need you to take care of for okay. your f- dear old friend Eve. Mm-hmm. There's two individuals that seem to be getting in on our racket, and they haven't really been paying their dues. So I would need you to go there and kill them. No, of course. The problem is, dear, it's a succubus. Oh, okay. And an incubus. Oh, okay. And their army are followers. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's a big one. That's all. Goodbye. Uh, Hephaestus, you just snap straight back. 
and the image in your mind of uh, your uh, your patron, your deity, whatever it is you want to call them, they, it just vanishes. And you find yourself in the carriage, uh, your hand kind of midair as you were about to ta- uh, tap Nate on the shoulder. In the distance, uh, Thane, you can make out lights glowing. Still There's dark. lanterns now kind of lighting up. It kind of, The road splits or forks at this point and down further to the to the left are the lanterns that light the path towards again more lights in the distance okay and i just kind of uh call back to everyone all right it's still night time wherever we're going this convent do we want to ride up there right now in the middle of the night or do we want to kind of stop camp recover a bit and then get in there early in the morning yeah i I don't want to drive the carriage up to the convent no No. we got to leave this little guy here Okay, so I'll we'll give him a little kick. <laughs> give me a, give me a, give me a damage roll. Give me a kick roll. Uh, what's that? Just a d4. Two. No, you give me, uh, and he's like, oh, and they're nice. Ah. <laughs> and you're like, kick yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Are you guys all right with just camping by the road? Yeah, I'm loving. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll pull up and yeah, just make okay. a little campfire. So you were all gonna. Take a rest, I'm assuming, at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, it's uncomfortable and you all kind of, t- you end up taking shifts over, over the next couple of hours, but you all manage to get a long rest in. Mm-hmm. So you all recover full health. Nice. So take that, Fia. And, <laughs> Yay. Uh, but you, if you've spent hit dice, you recover up to half um, your total. So who's, who was on last watch? Um, I'd say probably me because I only need four hours, so. you see the sun break over the horizon and while the day is quite um, it's quite bright there a mist has come in overnight and you found yourself wrapping a a blanket that you found under one of the seats around you to kind of shield yourself from the cold the night was very uneventful as everyone else had reported as day breaks you can now see the walls of this convent or temple uh, you've heard it referred to many different things and they are just brilliant white sandstone it has it's been built into and around a a, a rather tall hill there are tops of trees poking out over the walls and in the distance coming towards you you make out two people dressed in very very simple robes and they are putting out lanterns one by one so they're just kind of and then up to the next one, and then up to the next. That's the ASMR. Yeah, Fia kind of thumps on the roof of the carriage, uh, and you're all kind of even Norris um, <laughs> awakes to to the sound of the thumping. Oh, what? It's more. Oh, yeah. Lights peering into the carriage, and day has broken. It is quite cold in here. There's a lot of condensation on the windows. There's a paw print. <laughs> paw print. <laughs> All right, Nate, I guess we should go find your wife. Right, so before we actually risk our lives doing this, can we just get out in the open what the actual plan is? As you guys are discussing, you hear a voice outside. Good morning, weary travellers. We're morning. planning something. Fuck off. I'm probably I'm still on the roof, I'm assuming. You're, yeah. you're not on the roof. Okay, you can be on the roof now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the roof now because I'm just so eccentric. <laughs> I'm kind of like random. Yeah, there is. There's a man and a woman kind of approaching you, and they're kind of they're waving at you, trying to get your attention. Um, are you in need of some help? Is is your courage okay? Can can we be of service? 
Do we all hear this? Yeah, you hear it, but they're kind of addressing Fia. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, we were just resting for the night, but really appreciate that. Well, if you if if you if you would like to partake in some breakfast, you are more than welcome to join my sister and the rest of us in the convent. That sounds really lovely. Thank you. I burst hey, out guys, the door. Guys, Did... breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you swing the door open. It's like breakfast, and uh, yeah. yeah, they they peer in and they can see. Well, they, they they can kind of see everyone kind of slumped over each other. Oh, we've we've got quite the colourful group on our hands. I see. <laughs> What's um, that supposed to mean? That you're all very eccentric and jeery. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, somebody woke up on the wrong side of the carriage this morning. Oh. <laughs> he just, oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> it's getting really weird now. Yeah, um, Good. They kind of, they, they, your man just kind of gestures you for you to, for to follow, and uh, Fia takes the, the reins and kind of kicks the horses off, and they just trundle down the road, uh, kind of following with the, the two travelers. And you see that they're wearing kind of very plain uh, smock like robes. Sorry, were we not going to leave the carriage where it was so we could leave Norris in there? Oh, is that, oh, is that what you're doing? Yep. Oh, okay. So Thea, stop driving the damn yeah, carriage. Yeah, Thea, damn it. This is what we voted you out last night. <laughs> Alice Survivor. <laughs> we have quenched your torch. <laughs> okay, so you all hop out and you leave a Norris kind of rustling around in the back. I just throw in like half a pack of rations and I'm like, don't starve, ideally, but, you know, whatever. And I lock the carriage door. <laughs> Fine, you leave Norris behind with half a pack of rations and yep. you've locked the carriage and they kind of, the two people are a little bit like, do, do, do you not want to... There's no one in there, this is none of your business. And then I go up to the horse and I'm like, hey, and I give them the other half pack of rations. They're like, you're a good boy. They, they're both, <laughs> look at the, and they, they both just kind of just shrug their shoulders in and it was like, oh, the eccentricities in the world. <laughs> and they just kind of bound down the road with the rest of the torches being put out on the other side. They lead ye on foot. Uh, it's a short walk. And you can see that it is a well-traveled road with sets of footprints, you know, coming and going. And as you approach, you see the, the walls that kind of surround and guard the convent and temple are nearly 15 feet high. There is a rather large, heavy wooden gate or, or gated door uh, that has been kind of pushed open. And there are people coming and going out and around. Some people are walking off into what looks like a small little orchard, people tending in a field. And every every person you pass just, hey, hi, stranger. Uh, and they're all super friendly and super really, really enthusiastic to meet you guys. And I'm, I, like, I, I am loving this. this so you're saying hello to everybody. Everybody. I'm saying hello to absolutely everyone because I love how cheery they <laughs> bonjour, are. Bonjour, 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 bonjour. <laughs> Very much so. The, like I said, there's a mist uh, that has sort of settled on, on, on the morning. Shh. And they kind of just, as you kind of pass through, in the distance, just a little bit up in front of you, there, there's like a sprawling garden on either side. So the path kind of cuts straight through. And at the end, you can just make out uh, the entrance and steps up into a, uh, a convent temple-like building. There are various different little corridors kind of uh, serpentine off of it. But there is a central building that looks a little bit kind of, we'll say, for all purposes, a little bit Grecian meets Celtic. Uh, in that uh, it's sort of like beehived. There's also kind of columns kind of holding up the roof. They both kind of, they both just turn and they're holding kind of a finger to their lips to you know, ask you to keep quiet. And you can hear kind of chanting and murmuring and uh, just various noises. And you see there's a crowd of people kind of, kind of bowing uh, in worship. To what? Just, just to the, just to the, to the day. Oh. Uh, there's just, it's just morning prayer. 
Uh, well, that's what that's the most you could surmise at this point. You don't see they're not banging in front of a statue. They're not doing it, but they're everyone that in this garden has kind of a blanket under them, and they're all doing these little kind of bows, like a big um, kneeling Mexican wave. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> as you pass through the gates, a another person again wearing these rather plain robes approaches you. We would kindly ask that you would leave your accoutrements in in this hut. Well, before we go any further, can I ask a question Certainly. or two? The, what, what is this place? This is the Convent of Devotion and Purity. And who You're are most you? Welcome. Oh, I'm I'm just a humble servant. Okay, yeah. humble servant. Do I call you that from now on? You you may call me what you wish, sir. All right, humble servant. Um, we're looking for someone. And I we happen to know for a fact that she is here. Okay. Uh, her name is uh, Eugenia Flatstone. Oh, I. Uh, my apologies. I, I'm afraid I wouldn't be the one to be able to tell you who I... My my mission is purely just to guide people into the convent. Cool. Can you guide us to someone who knows the fucking answer, humble servant? Of of course. Cool. And they're just grinning the entire time as you say this. Uh, but I kindly ask you to remove your weapons. Yeah, I take my rapier, I take my dagger, and I... Let me just check how many weapons I have. <laughs> Wait one more. Um, I do the same. My rapier and short No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'll hand them away. Keep one. My dagger's hidden away. Uh, give me a sleight of hand check. Uh, fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eighteen. Definitely. Um, nice. You. It's more just like it's yeah, sort of one that you've kind of you've one yeah. strapped to your uh to your chest. And what are you? So you have a dagger strapped. What have you? Oh, you. Uh, yeah. No, I've just I've just like palmed two of my daggers. So okay. So like, they're up your sleeves, and you've got one strapped to your to your chest. Yeah, Thank you guys. so much for making my day. Just, and he kind of reaches out to hug one of you. Uh, no. Nope. I hug him. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just gives you a big warm hug. And um, oh. he's a um, a rather uh, tall, burly man, shaved head. And he's just, yeah, it's just a really nice, genuine hug. Is it like Meatloaf in Fight Club? Yeah, I was just about to say that, actually. (laughs) It's meatloaf in Fight Club that gives you a hug. Aww. And then stores your weapons away. Uh, You see him step into a small hut near the the gates, and when he comes out, he closes the door, and there's a clunk as as he locks it. Of course, when you leave, all of your weapons and belongings will be returned to you. Inside check. I hate this guy so much. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. Is he bullshitting us? Give me an inside check. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a nineteen. No, no. an eighteen. He, hundred percent. I just like glower at him, like real hard. I don't like these people. Blessed day, friends. <laughs> Blessed day. <sighs> and the two that were for, you first met gesture uh, you uh, down the pathway uh, in, into the gardens. What, mm. if I may be so bold? Uh, the the woman asks, brings you to the convent this morning. Eugenia Flatstone, my wife. Your, your wife is here. Yes, and, and she came by herself. Well, no, she was brought here. Oh, we, we must, we must check with the high brother and sister. That they keep records of of all who come to the convent and volunteer or require spiritual healing or cleansing. Okay, oh. who came here in the last two days, though? Because like we're not here to meet the whole oh, family. So many people come to the great convent of devotion and purity. So like two. No. Okay. Many people, many people come here seeking cleansing, cleansing from their unwanted feelings and their 
exasperations and their and their torment. Well, we don't have any of that, so we'll be right. Well, we'll be finished really quick. Yeah, we're really <laughs> yeah, just kind of like, <laughs> Have you got a brochure? Is there a free test I can <laughs> I do where I hold you? Can we just take a sample? Like, and we'll get back it's to free. you. It's all free. The whole thing's free. Come it's on in. Free. Let me just read the Dianetics. Why don't you just stay here, guys? This um, is, uh, as you're kind of being led down the path, literally and metaphorically. Oh well. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we found the soundbite for this episode. <laughs> um, you see that there are, you know, different kind of groups of people that are all kind of in prayer or in meditation. And on your left, as you as you pass through the uh, the garden, there is a a really large pond, and there's even kind of wild birds on it that are kind of, you know they're nesting. And in the center of it, what you notice is there's a statue, um, two, uh, two marble statues. Uh, in the center that, of the pond. In the center of the pond um, that have locked hands. They're holding hands. It's a man and a woman. Uh, and they're, they're draped in rather uh, ceremonial robes. And they're, but while their hands are held, they're not looking at each other. They're looking up to the heavens. And their other hand is outstretched as if they are there to reach you and take you by the hand. It's in the middle of the fountain. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's almost like a fountain, but there's a, this rather large pond and it's stuck smack in the middle of it. Nope, you're all good. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We just continue on down uh, that path. Yeah, no, just... That'll okay. guide us in the ass later. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was easy. Uh, <laughs> after just a short little walk, you come to kind of a, uh, a crescent uh, stone path uh, or, 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 or bankment. And from here, the steps uh, ascend up. Not huge there's only about 15 steps up, up onto this little uh raised platform where the temple has been cut into the hill and, and kind of spreads out from there you can hear the the chanting a little bit louder now um and it's just uh blessed be the fruit of thy loins blessed be that the fruit of thy thoughts blessed be thy pure heart blessed be thy divine devotion to the self and not to the flesh and it's just this mantra chanted over and over and over again. Uh, as we're walking up the steps, I just kind of like lean down and I pick up three stones and I just kind of start juggling. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You find three kind of, I wouldn't even say stones, they're more like pebbles. Pebbles, yeah. Yeah. Well. The, the other two, as you kind of, as they're leading you up these steps, they're just staring back at the entire time. They're just, they're nodding and they're just smiling. And one of them has even, the, 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 the woman has kind of just started kind of reciting the mantra as well. And she's kind of like, blessed be. <coughs> Okay, uh, the no. fruit of thy heart. No. I just shout out amongst all of it. Eugenia Flatstone, my love, where are you? Your your shout just echoes in into the um, the hallway that is this this open temple area, and it just echoes throughout, and it masks the chant so much so that it just cuts right through, and everyone stops, and immediately there's kind of a and they all turn back to see the four of you now standing at the top. Yeah, you kind of you know juggling kind of yeah. some pebbles in your hand. I'm still juggling. As you as as you do this, you notice uh, at the top there are there is a man and a woman wearing uh, slightly brighter robes. The woman has uh, reddish brown hair um, in a rather long tidy braid that even though it's it's kind of there's still kind of a, kind of a natural kink or, or curl to it, and then it sits over her right shoulder uh, and and down her chest. Her face is chiseled marble almost it is pristine and beautiful her skin is milky white she smiles and turns to a man that has uh, cropped blonde hair shaved at the sides and at the back he smiles at her 
and they just kind of bring their hands out and they just lower and everyone kind of bows and they bow as well and in unison you just hear welcome to the convent of devotion and purity what can we do for you this morning if I didn't already make it clear I'm looking for my wife his wife and you scan uh, you, you scan the crowd in front of you um, give me a perception check that's a 16 you, you, you scan uh, the space in front of you you don't see anybody that looks like Eugenia there's no elderly woman with, with, gray, with grayish blue hair there's there's no one that even looks remotely like her you do however spot um, the woman from the portrait in the sleeping bee she is wearing a plain mauve smock uh, and she is in full prayer mode oh. uh, I'm just gonna keep an eye on her okay. um, not going to make any she moves. looks exactly like what Giles described by the way you, you literally he had her to a tea well, okay I suppose I'll just walk up to the two of them your wife can. she is missing how, how 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 can how can we here at the convent aid you in your quest to find her well she was taken away from him and we're just trying <gasps> she to was find snatched her away from her husband that's me oh <laughs> i'm sorry i was just i was a little confused morning prayer is over and they just hold their hands up blessed be the sky and the warmth it brings to us go be with one, be with your thoughts, and be with yourselves, and then be back for lunch. Uh, <laughs> we're having chili, we're having both. <laughs> it's very common in this area. <laughs> both the man and the woman hold their hands up in unison, but it's the woman that is leading the congregation. And you see that everyone turns to each other, and everyone just embraces each other in a tight hug, and then they shake hands and they walk away. How can my brother? Excuse me. My name is Lily, and this is my brother Ardit. How can we be of service to help you find your wife? She was taken here. She was kidnapped by her brother, by mercenaries, and they oh, took her here. That's quite serious, and if I if I may say, quite a strong accusation. Nobody who comes to the convent of devotion and purity comes against their will. Well, sometimes people are brought here against their will, so, you know, semantics. But No, I, dis- I disagree that it, this is not semantics. This is very important. We only accept those who are willing to give their hearts to us. Well, in that case, you'd really want to find her because you don't want to ruin your record, huh? No one a black stain on those nice white robes. Can you, can you, could you please describe your wife? What color eyes does she have? What color hair? So her hair uh-huh. is like kind of a gray bluey kind of color. Okay. And then her eyes are round. And? She's old. Like, if you were to look at her, you wouldn't be like, oh, I bet she's with a real handsome young man who's, like, really tall and dashing and all those things. But she is. She is. So, if... And she got here recently. Okay. In the last couple of days, so can, can you at least introduce us to who, who who came here recently within the last? Of course we can. I, I I beg your forgiveness. You are all clearly tired and clearly need a hot meal. Might I invite you to breakfast with my brother and I, and we will of course discuss the matter of your missing wife. But I I wish that we could extend some of our hospitality to you both. Ardat nods. Yes, uh, uh, 
please, would you not join my sister and I? It is, it would be our, our, our greatest, it would give us the greatest pleasure if we could just take care of your needs. What are you cooking? Give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Me? Yeah. As he's locked eyes on you. That would be a nine. As, as you kind of stare back at it, because he, he, this is the first time you've seen him actually address Yi, and you, you take him in, and there's something about him that just, you know, when you kind of, when you take in all of him and his frame and his features, it just, you're kind of, you're drawn to him, but it's, it's that there's a tone in his voice and his presence that kind of enamors you. Mm. You have fallen under his charm. So you immediately wish to go have breakfast with Ardit and his sister Lilu. Ardit, there's nothing I would like more than to have breakfast with you right now. And with us, your friends. Sorry, I'm just lost in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, please. And he kind of, he bows and he kind of gestures out with one hand. I he directs his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he squeezes yours, ba- yours back. It's oh. quite... <laughs> It's quite a strong grip. It's firm. It's assured. It's not. It's not. He's not squeezing it tight, but it's just mm, an, a, an assured grip. Yeah, he feels safe. <laughs> okay. You believe him when he says he'll help you find Eugenia, whoever she is now. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Who? <laughs> 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 it, it 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 would seem you you were all hungry, and Lulu kind of just turns the rest of you. Please. It it. it it is a no inconvenience to us. I'd love, I'd love to have some food with you guys. She places a hand on your shoulder and just locks eyes on you. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Fine, I'll do just that with my fucking super good wisdom. How wise are you? Uh, nineteen. You for a moment when she puts her hand on you, you feel a very familiar presence. Just. Like a cold whisper in your ear. Or perhaps a feeling in my chest. Yeah, there's a, an emptiness there and it's a tightness and a coldness. And it, it's, it actually hurts. Not, it's not a physical pain. It's, it's, it's a stabbing emotion. And mm. you just hear a whisper in your ear. Thane, you are mine, remember? And for a moment, standing in front of you, you see this horned devil in robes. A fork-like tail spindles up around her back and is twisted into horns. Her hand on your shoulder is a rather long, tendril-like claw. And as quickly as the voice oils into your ear, it's gone and the vision is gone. And the charm doesn't work. And her eyes just flicker for a moment and she squeezes a little bit tighter. My expression doesn't change and I just go, I'd love to come for breakfast. Excellent. And I take her hand. <laughs> yeah, you're led, you're led just a short bit away and you, yeah, the smell of um, food kind of now kind of wafts down this hallway and you're led into kind of a small oval shaped room. There are benches and tables, various different bowls of, and plates and platters of fruit, meats, cheeses, um, breads. And various jugs of, of of water and milk and honey and anything that you want, it's there. Um, um, do I see Giles's wife in here? 
No, she no. she went out with the other groups. Ah, yeah. Are we getting like the special treatment? No, you're no, you're in like to have a little. They didn't, they're not gone for breakfast. They're ah, going okay. out to do their their morning duties. Ah, okay. Well, in that case, I sit down on whatever the comfiest chair is. Okay, um, so they're all the same. Um, <laughs> look, this one looks the comfiest, so you take it. As you sit down, food is kind of brought over to you by some other people, and again, normal. But every person that you see here is is smiling, and every person here is just extremely friendly. Uh, when they bring their food over to you, it's just blessed morning, and they just nod and they nod at, at uh, Lilu and Ardet. You find yourselves just kind of uh, yeah. There's hospitality, and then there's next level hospitality. <laughs> They're like Michelin star. Yeah, it's yeah. 100% Michelin star. Like, uh, she is very much enamored by all of this because she she's never met a group of people just to be so kind and giving that she's just really loving this at the minute. No, not having it. Uh, okay. Who am I sat down beside just out of interest? She's sitting right beside you. Okay, um, cool. So Lilu is sitting beside you. Ardat is sitting really close to you. Yeah, uh, I'm still holding his hand. Um, <laughs> and uh, Festa yeah. and um, Fia have taken the kind of the, the seats at the opposite ends of the table. Okay. But there's no one to my left. There's well, no. Um, Fia would be okay. Cool. Um, I pull out just a small scrap of uh, parchment and I start writing on it and I cast illusory script. So uh, I write in a parchment. Okay, and... give me a stealth check first because I just okay. want to make sure you're not going to get seen. Cool. Stealth. Writing a whole note yeah. in front yeah. of. <laughs> Uh, that's a 16 she's busy kind of pouring you a glass of honeyed water so you have a chance to write a quick note cool what's uh, on the note so it's just uh, to you and any creatures you designate when you cast a spell the writing appears normal written in my hand but to all others it just looks like scribbled nonsense like the psychic paper in Doctor Who uh, but I just write uh, really quick don't trust these fuckers uh, devils and I just slide the uh, scrap over to Fia and I just like kind of give her a hand like a little tap and like give her a nod, but that's it. I believe we were discussing your your missing wife. Sorry, what? Your your wife. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I heard it. Arjat just kind of brushes some crumbs away from your the corner of your lip. <laughs> I give a little lick on the thing. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Thanks. Um sorry, yes. You were you were describing her to us. Oh, uh old grey. Round eyes, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, well, once we have finished breakfast, if, if Eugenia, mm. um, if Eugenia came to the convent, uh, and again, I would like to stress, with her own free will, um, then we would have a record of her here. We take the names of everybody that comes to the convent, even if that is only for a short visit. So, with that in mind, I am going to need your full names, please. Uh, so, so uh, Nathaniel, Obsidian, McKnight, and that's with a K, with a K. There's um, a, a tabaxi male standing kind of behind her, uh, again, in, in similar robes that the, everyone else has been wearing. And he has, you can see him kind of scratching um, with like a quill and ink uh, onto a piece of, of paper. So Nathaniel, Obsidian, McKnight, and then he has in brackets, Knight with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't see it, but he did spell it with an N. Uh, but yeah, put it in brackets with a K. Um, okay. And you? Vesta Tinderson? Fia Burbage. Burbage. Interesting. Ronan. He just, he, he scratches everything down and he kind of, he just bows and the, you see Lilu kind of touches him on the paw and he kind of, there's kind of a, he just, there's a bit of an elation about him and he just, he, he walks up, he walks away. It's just kind of a, just a simple kind of little, kind of like just a pat on the hand kind of a thing. 
and they're uh, springing his stick. Have I read the note that Thane has given me, by the way? Obviously, yes. Give me a stealth check. To see. Are you trying to do it sneakily as well? Yes, or? of course. Uh, that is a 25. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. For reading a note. You can't read. <laughs> yeah, you you do. Yeah, you, 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 you kind of... It's under your hand and you're going to go to pick up a kind of a cup of, of, of warm herbal tea. And as you do, you kind of mm-hmm. lift your hand up and you read the note. And yeah, you read exactly what Nate, or sorry, Thane, um, scratched onto the paper. Yeah. That not to trust these people. Also as a note, uh, Ronan has not been eating anything at the table. Okay. Nothing. Just chilling. Lilu actually has taken notice of this. Is, yeah. Is this not to your liking? I, I just don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> At I'm, all. No, I'm not one of those types. Surely you understand. You, 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 you cater to all types here at the Convent of Love and Devotion. Devotion and purity, yes. Yes, that, um, that too, and purity, yes. If I'm pure of body, so this... Of course, we respect of that. that. Of course. Um, yeah. That it, you are free to do what you wish, if you would like. It will take us a few moments to go through our records and to see if Eugenia has indeed... What is her last name? Flatstone. Now she might potentially be going as Direheart. Oh, mm. it's curious. She, yeah, Raven Direheart. She, she's as as we've said, she's been uh, pursued by troublemakers of late, and it is as I'm sure. So she you may know, be traveling under an alias. How wise! Yes, she's it's very wise. With age comes that, yeah, <laughs> and beauty. And again, she kind of she nods at you um, again, trying to make eye contact, but it's just not clicking. I'm just like, wow, my is really scratchy right now while we check you are free to roam the grounds i would ask that you be respectful of our other brothers and sisters while you may converse freely with them many have taken vows of silences if someone seems unwilling forgive them it is simply their wish in the same way you wish to not taint your body with delicious food Mr. Mr. McKnight, if you if you if you wish to follow Ardat and I, we can. I would love to. Yeah, uh, uh, Vesta, you should probably go help him. You know, uh, Nate is uh, Nate's not good, and like Vesta, you're a really good reader, so you know he could use the help. Of I, course, there's yeah. I want to help my friend and myself and Miss Burbage will just um, enjoy this lovely convent. Of course, you as we said, it is our home is your home, so please. Wander wherever you so wish. Thank you. Hephaestus and uh, Nate, you are led back into the main chamber uh, and then down the opposite corridor. Not particularly distance, not huge distance, but uh, you're led into a small little antechamber and in there you see bookshelves uh, from floor to ceiling. Again, this is a circular room. There is um, a desk with two chairs, a stacks of paper, and the tabaxi that you'd seen earlier is currently scanning through records and seems to be kind of making note of well, what he took down during breakfast. Thane and Fia, um, is there anything in particular that you guys want to do at this point? I just kind of want to scout around and just check this place out pretty much. Okay. I Especially f- after his note, I'm kind of like now wary. Yeah. Okay. Find Giles' wife. Okay, you're, you're, you're going looking for her. Are you going to, you're, are you yeah, splitting up as well? We'll, we'll stick yeah, together. We'll totally yeah. stick together. Okay, so what I'm going to do is, Fia, give me an investigation check, and Thane, give me a perception check. Okay. I got a 13. Natural 20. Ooh. Wow. Okay, you both 
uh, again, you head you head in kind of the opposite direction down again, following out of the breakfast um, club, club <laughs> the the breakfast room or the dining room. You head again further down to the right, which is where you were first led. It's a bit of a dead end. Now it's open. You can go back out onto the gardens, yeah. but there is a door here in front of you, and you can hear uh, whispering inside. Oh, do I perceive what the whispering? No, is? It, it's it's low, but you can. Um, it, you, it's just just seems to be one voice there's there's nobody else uh, but it is a low whisper uh before we go in there's no one else on this corridor no, the door's not even closed like it's slightly open uh, yeah. slightly ajar hence why you can hear the whispering um just before we go in i whisper to uh fia <laughs> in elvish uh you got my note yeah yes okay in we- elvish <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks in yeah. elvish <laughs> okay good we're on the same page here 100 percent. all right cool uh yeah well, i guess we'll go into this room and see okay. who's chatting you step into the room and it's it's a storeroom. There's just shelves and shelves from the front end to the to the back end. It doesn't take you long to speak, but you do. You've actually you've come across uh, Giles' wife. She is muttering away to herself, and as you approach, she kind of she startles, and, and uh, the last thing you hear is "Blessed be thy heart and and the thoughts." Blessed be, and then she's oh ex- ex- excuse me, sorry, I, I I I was lost in prayer. Can I help you with something? Are you Ariel? That yes, that is my name. Your husband is worried about you. Giles. Hi, we've kind of jumped the boat here. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ronan. Nice to meet you. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm Fia as well. So, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My, I'm not married. But we saw a picture. No, 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 no. I've, no, no, sorry. You, uh, allow, allow me to clarify. I'm not married anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, wait, but your husband is not aware of that. I don't have a husband. I'm not married anymore. But Please he... stop saying that. And she's smiling the entire time. And you can see the, the grin is a little bit painful. But he's not aware of it, though. Uh, he sent us this way looking for that you. That doesn't Very matter. I, I, have, I have surrendered all of my thoughts, all of my wants, all of my desires. I've, I've given them on up to a higher power. Oh, what's, she... what's the higher power? Something we... greater than myself. I mean, yeah, but we, we just got here, you know. We haven't been given the tour or anything. So we'd love to hear it from someone, you know, who's, who's lived the life. We just... You, you, you give away all that you wanted, uh, all, all, all primitive thoughts of the flesh. The, 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 Lilu and Ardat cleanse us of, 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 of our, of our disturbed passions. So do you not miss him then? I, I, I have no need to miss. I am blessed by the sky and I am blessed by the ground and the trees and my brothers and sisters. And she opens up her hands to give you a hug. I don't hug her. I just give her like a really like limp high five. And I'm like, okay, anyway, Ariel, that's really cool. And I'm so sold on this devotion, purity and love thing. Do you want to show us around and tell us all about these disturbed passions and reasons we should join up? If if you wish to learn more of the convent of devotion and purity, please, please seek out brother ardent and sister lilu see we did and they were like you know you should you should meet everyone out here and see what they have to say about it i understand but i am only new to the convent and not as wise or versed oh yeah how new it it feels as if it's only been a matter of hours but i feel like i've belonged here my entire life wow so why did you come here i don't know but I am home now, so that's all that matters. And Wait, the, the do, smile you, gets tighter. You don't know why you came here? I I don't know. And she's she's now kind of starting to rattle. 
that's okay. Sometimes, you know, life just happens. And I put a shoulder on Fia's be like, no, okay. No, that's not okay, though. I mean, it's fine. We're not here to judge people, you know. I'm not Live trying your to life. judge people. Fia, but you're her, coming off as super judgy. I'm not trying to judge people, but there's someone who loves her and doesn't know and thinks that she's missing and is very concerned about her. I just think it'd be very unfair of you not to say something to your blessed former husband. Blessed be the thoughts that they that so they mind. Broke blessed her be brain. your heart. Now blessed she's be, going blessed doing be the, the whole sky. Blessed be chanting thing. And now she's just she's rocking back and forth, and the the box that she was carrying, she's she's just holding it, and it just drops from her hands, uh, and it smashes to the ground, and a couple of vials roll out in front of you. Uh, what looks like alchemy potions, or just kind of spill out. A couple break, and there's a very very pungent odor emanating from them it's strange it, it, it doesn't smell like anything you uh, you've ever smelled before but the smell is v- the scent is very very familiar it's it's intoxicating almost both of you give me a constitution saving roll oh man oh boy i love those um eight five as as the fumes waft up from the ground and, and the 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 liquid kind of oozes and spits and hisses you both just kind of lock eyes on each other and you can't help but fall in love with the person opposite you oh cool i shift the face off of fear i'm just like oh right God. on oh, that yeah. you, this, is, this is the carriage all over again yeah but this is this is just this is just third year energizer disco after the junior <laughs> cert just like oh some parent chaperone is gonna rip these two apart and they're gonna find hands where they don't want them like um, it's bad the Ariel is also a quiver and she just whoa <laughs> she runs her hands kind of through her hair and then she kind of throws herself at you as well shelves are knocked and there's clanging and banging oh there's oh there's clanging and banging you said this place was at the end of a corridor right I did yeah like, yeah I'm committing to this okay um, so you're okay so you're 100% pinned up against kind of a shelf uh, yeah okay fair enough we're gonna we're gonna leave that behind um, for a moment Hephaestus uh, you think you you get a sense, um, Lilu and Arda don't look right. There's like kind of a, a kind of a, just kind of a shimmer about them, uh, and you see that both of them kind of look almost as if a shiver runs down their back. They both seem to kind of like just kind of twist in, uh, in kind of in, in, in a little kind of moment or wince of pleasure or just kind of excitement or titillation. It would it would seem, according to our records, Eugenia has not has not been here. Now that is not to say that your wife has not will not arrive today. You are more than welcome to stay as our guests. Ardet, I, b- I believe there is something you need to take care of. Perhaps you could bring Nate along and, and show him a little bit more of of the convent and our grounds. I think Nate should stay with me. I, I think this is more important than what's going on out there. This is your wife, after all. Yeah, I know. Look, they've got it handled. They've got it handled. Me and Ardet, we're going to go for a little stroll. He's going to show me around. No, no. You hang out no, here with, no, with Lilu. No, Hephaestus, no. no you, 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 if, if you wouldn't mind so much, I have many questions for you. I find you fascinating. And she she stares at you directly. Give me a wisdom saving throw. This is all going horribly. Oh. Oh, nat 20. The, uh, as she kind of locks eyes with you, you just, you see behind her in a plume of purple and black smoke uh, the magnificent form of evil, um, and she's just hand kind of, kind of under her under one, and her, the other hand cupping her chin, with these big, plump, scarlet red lips, just kind of tots 
and just wags a finger at you and you see the form um, as the illusion uh, that uh, Lilu has uh, wrapped around herself just melts away and standing in front of you is this um, gigantic demon. Yeah, I, I see this, do I? Yeah. Okay, I jump into Ardith's arms. Okay, <laughs> sort of like, you know, and he like, yeah. Oh yeah, like, he, like yeah. he holds you tight and it's moments. like, exactly. And he, kind of, he, runs, he runs his hands oh, yeah. through your hair. It's okay, it's okay. And his hand just kind of, it runs down the back of your neck and then just over your shoulder, down your chest. He just, he kisses you. <laughs> Give me a constitution saving throw. Okie dokie. Roll for kiss. Constitution saving throw. 13. Okay. Hmm. How much health do you have? Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Did you want to know? Yeah. 27. Okay. Is that in total? Yeah. Uh, Okie dokie. It's pretty good for a bird. It is. You lose complete and total consciousness. Um, oh. uh, you are knocked out. Uh, nice. Okay. Uh, and you're... As, as you kind of throw yourself at him the whole you just completely pass out and the last thing you see are his eyes just shifting and becoming almost serpent like and he pulls away and his face his jaw lowers and lingers and these dripping fangs appear and you lose complete and total you see Nate go completely limp in Arda's arms you are now trapped in a room with a succubus and an incubus while down the hall Fia Thane and Ariel are locked in a Just romantic tryst. Railing. Railing. We leave episode six there. That was Romancing the Dungeon. Thanks so much to Martin the Freshman Ryan for our awesome theme music. If you haven't, make sure you start following us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for some behind the scenes action. You get to meet out the other daters. So just follow us at D8Dungeon. And you can also leave us a review over on iTunes and spread the love. Tell your friends, lovers, and if you hate them, tell your exes. This will probably ruin their day. We're back in two weeks time. We will see you then, daters. So okay, yeah. I'm just going to do the, the final part, which is not the sex part. <laughs> oh. I was not expecting that to go there. No. Well, oh. there it is. Pain didn't even bring condoms. Um. Do they have condoms? They suppose they have sheep's intestines. <laughs> <Did you know? laughs> just a bag of sheep's intestines. Yeah. <laughs>